Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. My talkers, we finally got there. It is Friday. We're heading into the weekend. It's October 1st already. Wow, we've got a lot coming up this hour. We've got a TV show on Netflix that everybody just can't get enough of. Stephanie March is going to join the show at one point in time. We've got a really famous guy that walked into a bar. Plus, we've got a birthday we want to talk about, don't we, guys? We yes, do. Yes, we do. But ha- first of all, happy birthday, Julie Andrews. Oh, she's 89. I, I almost... I I, she, I love her. And, oh, and Holly posted her most You're, iconic moments. Well, because I read her memoir. I know. Well, and I fell in love with her a little bit more. I didn't ever realize how much she sacrificed career-wise for her time. husband. Big time. What the heck was his name? The director, Blake Edwards. Blake Edwards. Anyway. But she did for her family, too. I yeah, mean, yeah. she is... Yeah. So these gorgeous... Uh, a great montage oh, is posted lovely. for your pleasure. Lovely, lovely. All right, so what is playing tonight. What's the big concert in town? The Eagles. The Eagles or the Mavericks, maybe or the Mavericks. at the state, but the Eagles, two nights sold yeah. out shows. At the X. Yeah. But so um, I'm going, I know Grant's going, um, so I just wanted to, because I was looking at what are the rules now, what do you need to bring, and I think we should just let people know the Please. new the new rules of going to a concert. Well, for that this itself. concert, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So one of the big ones is is that you need either proof of vaccination or you need a printed proof of a negative COVID or the um, the vaccination. You can download it on your, you know, what do you call those things? Cell phones. Uh, yeah. Yeah, a negative. So you need to have something to yes. say that. Okay. You don't necessarily have to have your original no. card to no, show you can have it on your phone. Right. Okay. Right. So the other thing is you need to bring a mask. Okay. Um, and regardless of vaccination status. And then here's the big one, no bags. So I have been thinking about this. So it's to help reduce the staff touch points and expedite things easier because now they're asking for not only your ticket, but you're also your vaccination card or your proof of, you and know. Probably your ticket in your phone. Everything's on your phone. Everything. So yeah. whatever. <laughs> so they're making it quicker for people to get mm-hmm. in and out of there. So here's... What this no bag policy includes, if you're going, um, no clutches, clear bags, purses, backpacks, fanny packs, etc. Guests arriving at the venue with these items will be asked to return them to their car. Um, so no, no purse at all. No handbag. No, no nope, man bag. No nope, crossbody nope. bag. <gasps> you can have a small wallet in your pocket or on a lanyard. And um, medical and diaper bags are permitted at gate one as they're subject to x-ray screening. So this is just a big change because I'll never forget when we went to Beyonce at Twin City Federal Bank and you couldn't bring a purse over a certain size and people were having to like hide them, hide them in the bushes, throw them in the trash. Right. Do crazy things. So Go across to bars. Right. Can I check my bag for the concert? Right. But so now we know in advance. So just just a heads up to everybody to know in advance. So. You know, yeah. Well, here's this is the way it's going. Here's my pro tip because if you've got a ha- if you've got your if you wanted to make it easy, if you wanted to get in faster, and if they were wanting to get expedited faster, and they did this in Hawaii when we arrived, it, if you had your printed 
QR code, which is what you get from the state of Hawaii after you upload your vaccination card or your negative test. You get this QR code. But if you printed it on paper for whatever reason, it's there's they can scan it faster scanning than the phone. Yes. Okay. And it was just like so those of us that had our print, we were like just sailing through and the other people and they're clicking and I kinda think that works at TSA too. It feels like it's quicker for the tickets if you have your ticket printed out. Paper it reads it better or something. So I don't know if you even have you know if you have a copy of your card because you might have your tickets on your phone. But Mm -hmm. I think for this Eagles ticket Eagles concert, a lot of people have actual tickets because they hung on to tickets from two years ago well, whatever whatever yeah. the case is if yeah. whatever it is but just be no no purse oh, no my, purse I, because you wouldn't want to lose that are you I, wearing a blazer well i'm trying to think of the jacket painter's pants um <laughs> painter's pants. I, a jacket i don't know if it's gonna rain tonight right so i might be you just need something you just need pockets. you just need a couple pockets oh, but the word. other thing i just want people to know too is only credit card and momo payments like apple pay google pay etc no cash is accepted for merchandise <gasps> concessions Nothing. or parking so this is just another heads up. Whoa, but, Julia. But bring cash because the guys that sell the beer still take tips, tips. cash. There you so are. They Thank do, they, even though they're not allowed to, they still can and take it as a tip. I think this is how it was for Harry Styles last weekend. This is just the new way it is. So just people be aware. I just wanted to give people a heads up. Oh, the, yeah. I, I'm having a whole concert. My mind is blowing well, because I love to my... have a crossbody bag. I right? love to have cash. <laughs> If you need sunglasses, you just leave them at home. If you yes. need, but so it's just a different thing. Yeah. Um, Is there an opening act? I I don't think so. No. I can I check. Think I don't so. think it's so. Yeah. They really don't. I've the pe- concerts that I've been to for the years in the past, they never really any. do. Okay, no. and they'll probably come on at eight fifteen, which is perfect. Yeah. No, Grant, you've seen them recently. Can I just tell you guys something? Mm-hmm. That, that So I looked up kind of where the Eagles played because I had this dream in my mind. I saw them at Parade Stadium years mm-hmm. ago with Pablo mm-hmm. Cruz and all this. Well, I didn't. Well, Julie, it was so, the, those were foggy, hazy days were. when there were concerts at Parade <laughs> in the 80s. For my birthday one year, I got the Eagles' greatest hits. I got Pablo Cruz uh. and I got a pair of... Fake bass shoes from Bakers. <laughs> oh, yeah, we sold those. I probably sold shoes then. They were everything because if I you couldn't afford the regions. The, vividly. Yeah. So anyway, but the biggest, so I looked back and this is a story I think it was done by John Bream in 2011, July 15th, 2011. And so it was Stadium Concerts of Twin Cities history. And so the biggest concert ever in the Twin Cities was the Eagles. Steve Miller Band, Pablo Cruz at the Met Stadium in 1978, 65,000 people, and it was in the rain. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. It was, yeah. I wasn't there, obviously, but yes, yeah. that's a very, very, very famous concert. It oh, is. wow. Was that the one you were at? No. 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 You didn't go to that. No, okay. I'm sure I did. You didn't. would remember I was, that. I, I, I'd like to think I could remember. Michael Jackson at the Met Stadium. I saw him. Yeah. And then the most um, infamous. In, it concert in the Twin Cities was Bob Dylan, The Grateful Dead, Tom Petty at the Metrodome was, in wow. 1986. And I was here. The sound delay system was even muddier than Dylan's voice. It was voice. terrible. You oh. couldn't hear a word. I dressed like Peg Bundy. I still remember. I had <laughs> I flowered, I flowered leggings. They were black with red and yellow. And then I had like some kind of cha-cha crop top on mm-hmm. and yep. then spike high heels. Okay. This is what? the Metrodome. Oh, oh, yeah. And it's all cement. Oh. And we were way up. I fell asleep in that show. 
Oh, it was so I got so buzzed, <laughs> so buzzed, and I had to so. take off my shoes and walk around yeah. the Metrodome barefoot. My, and my brother Peg Bundy, John and I had a big belt had on. Had to take care of me. And oh, I the belts belt. were in. Oh yeah, I had a big belt. I had pink and black <laughs> and white check pants. Yeah. Probably an oversized shirt with the big belt. Oh, okay. See, I, went and cr- I was going just crap. got so buzzed, and then my poor brother. Did they have to drag you home? Not help really. you home. I slept. Yeah, I slept. I mean, too. it's very long <laughs> concert. This is what it sounded like. You couldn't hear one word. It was. It was so wild. Only the people on the floor could yeah, have heard. Not it. much different at their new one at U.S. Bank Stadium. It's pretty bad there too. Well, I think so. if you're unless in, you're on the, on the floor, floor you're right. in a suite or yep. that very first thing, it gets. But if you're in the upper deck or any second level at U.S. Bank Stadium, it is muddy. Unless they put up the the, the curtains, the curtains, and curtains stuff. which they they did. There was one show that they did that and it made a difference. I uh. can't remember if it was U two or Coldplay. I, I think YouTube, it was U two, and they put up. Big curtains from the to muffle right. the acoustics a little bit. To and the echo. Give it a wall. Yeah, yeah, that would be wall. nice. Yeah. Okay, Julia, and I just have one more stat. You're helping people out. So today. the most famous was the Beatles at Met Stadium in 1965, mm. but only 25,000 people were there because few people had heard of the Fab Four. Right. Because and you couldn't hear them either because of, of the, the screams screaming. and the lame sound system. 1965. Yeah. All right. There you go. There's All your right. little history. So just heads up. All right, listen, we come back. It's our story we can't get enough of. Because it's 21 days, Julia, to the Rolling Stones are here. This is our countdown. And uh, uh, Mick Jagger on his Twitter on, was September 30th just yesterday? Yes, it was. Yeah, Yeah. the first. Yeah, so Mick Jagger posts on his Twitter out and about last night in Charlotte, North Carolina, and a picture of him. I was just standing uh, in a baseball hat and nobody's around. People are just whatever. And people, it is, I Googled it today. I just Googled Mick Jagger. One thing I do love that Mick Jagger does on his Twitter is whenever he's in a concert, like, you know, uh, thanks St. Louis for a great night. And he does a little clip of the show. Yeah. In, in Charlotte, Julia, he was wearing a mesh shirt. I'm praying the mesh shirt is in rotation oh <laughs> for Minneapolis. This, he wore this last time. He wore. I mean, he just looks so so damn good. And uh, so I like tweeted a thing about it, and this gal Carla said tweeted back to us. She said, "I had a friend once who said I want to die smothered in Mick Jagger's lips, and I always thought she was nuts till I saw them." perform right you know and and then uh, Jeannie Moose from CNN and she always does really funny stories uh we she did a story on us way back in the day way back when about the nipple inventors (laughs) Uh, and she just has she just does great stories for CNN so we've got a little uh story about a rock legend walks into a bar and nobody notices it's still beyond impressive to watch Mick Jagger's moves at age 78 But it's how nobody else made a move to recognize Mick. Mick who? That made this photo of Jagger all alone having a beer at a dive bar start trending. Brian Wilson is the co-owner of the Thirsty Beaver Saloon. (laughs) He thinks he arrived after Mick left. Nobody really mentioned that anybody famous had been here, so I don't think they noticed. Uh, But this morning my phone did. That's because Mick Jagger himself posted the photo on Twitter saying, out and about in Charlotte, North Carolina, the Thirsty Beaver is a local legend for surviving (laughs) developers who had to build around it. When a rock legend showed up and no one seemed to recognize him, the comments flew. Turn around, Mick Jagger's having a beer behind you. 
To his right were regulars who had tickets to the Stones Charlotte concert. Upwards of $400 to go to the show and get as close as they could to Mick. And uh, if they'd only turned around, they'd have been as close as they're ever going to get. <laughs> hey, at least no one was pointing. Pointing, pointing, pointing at you. Even the bartender didn't notice Mick. One local writer, Jeremy Markovich, brightened the photo looking for clues. Computer enhanced the beer. But attempts at determining what Mick was drinking were futile. Markovich joked, People who live in brick bars should not know stones. Fan <laughs> sings about this kind of place. The co-owner of this honky-tonk wasn't blue. Quenching Jagger's thirst brought him. Elation. As one fan posted, I get a beer, it looks like a guy getting a beer. Mick Jagger gets a beer, it looks like a classic rock album cover. <laughs> Jeannie Mer <laughs> CNN. And, and it does silly. when you look at the picture with, you know, the Mick Jagger, with him standing outside, you know, at the end of this, like, it's an outside bar, and then it kind of looks like a... Western saloon. It does look like an album. It really does. It looks like a good album. Cover. It's funny, and it was built in between buildings. Oh, like around, not even in between. Just, it's horseshoed around this massive apartment complex. It's this probably what eight hundred thousand square foot little dive bar. Yeah, right. And there's a massive apartment complex horseshoed around it because, like they it. said, they clearly didn't want to give it. That's the kind of what's happened to Cuzzies. Yeah, it's true. It looks just like where's Cuzzies? On Washington, right oh, by the okay. yeah. it does street down the street. From Deja Vu and oh, up okay. a little bit from Bunkers. Yes. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's funny. That's the dive bar I want Mick to next be at. That would be Do fun. Do you think, oh. You know. Oh. Are you going on a Friday or Saturday? It's a Sunday night. What's a Sunday night? Yeah, All it's right. a Sunday night. So. All right. So anyway, yeah, Mick, I Googled him today and he had like 30 million uh, things. That story was everywhere. <laughs> I mean, people, story. I mean, just everywhere. And uh, anyway, oh, geez, Mick. Where was Keith? Maybe it was like, was maybe the hotel. There's a hotel right around there or something. Mm -hmm. Or maybe Mick, this is what he does. Puts on a ball cap and goes, has a beer at a good dev bar. I mean, Just that, experience the... Yeah, because it's only 12 cities that they're on a tour. John Mayer of. used to do that. Yeah. Remember, he was at Bunkers, Bunkers yeah. mm -hmm. with Jessica Simpson. The other big... Sexual napalm. That's... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. That's right. The other big news, though, today, the music news, Adele did not, we did Please. not get a song. We didn't. But something happened all around L.A. and New York. What? Well... An array of billboards popped up that just said the number 30. All right. Mm. The album's coming. And people think 
that means, you know, because she's always done the numbers. numbers and right. her last album, 25, right. was six years ago. Shouldn't it say 31? But whatever. So I don't know. That's what people are thinking. And they're thinking Taylor Swift changed her record release date around so it wouldn't uh, coincide with Adele. And that they were also furious that this radio station leaked that the song was coming out today. And I don't know. I guess they just decided they didn't have to release We'll show anything. you. I mean, usually she gives us a little bit of an idea. She, but usually we do get a little bit of an idea. She is the November UK Vogue cover girl. She is. I have that on very good authority oh gosh, for my this. British I Spy a Magazine cover friend. I, I, I love that, Lori. <laughs> I love that you have that. Yeah. Oh. Just, a, just a little bit. And then also, um, just uh, uh, about Britney Spears. Yeah. So um, at her hearing, when we were kind of obsessed with watching it because oh, it was going on the court during closed, our show the other day, because fifteen members of the media were there, but it was a closed court hearing. Okay, and so I was like, oh, "What are we going to be? How is anyone going to see anything?" And I okay. see pop up like it looks like it goes Rosengart, and then it was saying what you said, and I'm like, "Somebody's in the courtroom," and it was this uh, account called Britney Law Army scooped. The world, because it was these five lawyers who came up with an Ocean's Eleven plan so that they they've been very passionate about Britney and this conservatorship. And they came up with this whole plan. Five friends, they plotted their judicial Ocean Eleven, a buddy system that will allow them to disseminate as much information. And they got up very early in the morning so that they could get one of the 50 uh, one of the 11 seats allowed to members of the public, first come, first served. Wow. And all five of them got in. The other wow. 54 were media, and they okay. had no laptops, no phone. And as the hearing started, and I'm seeing this stuff, and remember I was like yes, telling yes, you, yes, yes. it was from this Britney's Law Army, and uh, they just thought that uh, we would do with whatever they could within the rules just and just describe what was happening and so they were the breaking news britney Army, on everything britney that day and scooped every media outlet that's kind of cool yeah five yeah, friends who are attorneys I like that. four four women and a guy so britney law army if you want to follow that account. So three men and a baby that's right <laughs> we'll be right back all right until then let's take a look at your my talk traffic guys we are so delighted to have my talk's own stephanie march talk to us about where we should be eating this weekend and what we should be doing and also minneapolis st paul food editor and stephanie you have a huge event going on this sunday the big smoke out we do we do it's Hi, gonna you. be it's gonna be the smoke show of all times it like, is, we like to say it is tell people about it well, it's so cool. It's at Allianz Field, and it's going to be with Justin Sutherland. And, you know, so Handsome Hog is his restaurant, so he's obviously got a little bit of a barbecue situation happening. A little bit. Um, but it's really fun because we kind of decided to bring in a bunch of people from around the metro who are also doing barbecue. And so we ended up grabbing some people from Shakopee and some guys from Egan. So, you know, Mr. Pigstuff, uh is a place in Shakopee, and they do whole hog smoking and barbecue. And so they're bringing a whole hog and doing up the fun. You know, the guys down in Egan ZZQ, they do great chicken wings that are smoked and then dry rubbed, and they're going to be there. Oh, so yeah. It's going to be just a lot of fun. And it's 85 bucks for all you can eat, basically. Like, I know that people pay a ticket price, yeah. and then they feel like they get nickel and dimed at the booths. But this is 85 bucks, all you can eat. 
and there's, you know, beverages to buy, but then there's also samples to sip. So it's going to be a lot of fun. And also entertainment. Oh, my God. And that's not even, yeah, that's, I know, obviously, I'm a one-trick pony, and I'm all about the food. <laughs> right. But the other side of it is that there is a lot of great music, and we've got, you know, DJs like Mr. Peter Parker and DJ Lord, and then we've got uh, Dave, uh, it's McElroy, and then Alex Rossi, and so we've got tons of people playing. It's just a lot. It's going to be a great fest, and it's like that that great 72 degrees sunny day. I yes, say, it is. Perfect weather. And Allianz has an open stadium, you know, and it's conveniently located on 94. It's, uh, that is a beautiful stadium. It really is. It mm-hmm. is. And so it will it be train, around? Will it know? be? Do you get to go down the field, or is it around the concourse? It's mostly, it's actually in the, in the, on the great lawn in front. Of oh, it. nice. And the brew hall is open. So you get to go into the brew hall and that's got a patio out onto the field. So right. Can, we're not going to be on the field, okay, but we're going to be within the whole confines. Of it's it. a beautiful place. So that is going to be so much fun. And it's the third yeah. annual. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we did it and we've done it before and it just sort of we kind of blew it up this year a little bit just to kind of give everybody something, you know, to do a fun and smoky yeah. in the fall. And it's I, like. I love barbecue so much. Yeah, and people yeah. are are re- people want to do things. We yes. are like yay, so happy about that. Yes. <laughs> yay. Yes, and I think you know, like you spend the days with your kids at the apple orchards and then tell them to go hang out with their grandma and grandpa because this is a 21 plus event and they are doing tickets at the door if you want. Oh, okay. Um, like if you feel like you haven't you can't decide but that morning you're going to wake up. We you know, we opened up tickets at the door, so That's yeah. awesome. That's going to be fun. So it's yeah. this Sunday at Allianz from 12 to 6. So Yeah, and if you search Smoke Out on Eventbrite, you can find the tickets there. You can go to mstmag.com and find information there. Or you can just, like I said, show up uh, the day of. And, you know, it's, it's from noon or 1 to 3 p or 1 to 6 p.m. Is it? Okay. Or 12 to 6? <laughs> yeah, 12 Which to one 6 is, is VIP. Oh, okay. But 1 o'clock <laughs> if you're going to go for regular admission. Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. So that sounds like a fun day. All right. So I have noticed, and I think everyone has, the colors are changing. The leaves are changing big time this week. Is there some places yeah. that you really think would be spectacular to go to see some fall colors? Well, I mean, I think if you're going to have, I think you've got to head up north, right? I mean, I think you've got to head up and go do some stuff and it, up in like two harbors or something. Like this is kind of your last chance to head up north and do it. Yeah. And if you're going to do that, I have a, if you're going to go to Duluth, that, you know, that's a great time to go. So I, I can hit you up that there's a couple of places you should stop. You know, if you're going to head up, if you're going to go to Duluth, you need to go stop at Vicre Distilling, which is the best distillery in, uh, well, I mean, in the Northland, really, it really is. Is that the um, one that's down at Canal Park and they've got the outdoor yeah. seating and stuff and they sell the Frenchies? Yeah, the Frenchie, the little canned cocktails called the Frenchie. And Emily Vicre is kind of the mastermind there. And she is just, her cocktail knowledge is just out of the, you know, the hemisphere. It's so great. And it's, um, and they just make a great, they make great cocktails that are, you know, kind of like, refreshing and awesome and it's totally they've got it seasonal so like they've totally got their fall uh cocktails going and they do campfire cocktails too which Mm -hmm. is a lot of fun oh that sounds and you can they've got a fun outdoor and you can take a tour of it and it is that is a cool place how it is a really great place how fun okay i know and so so if you're gonna go out that way i would say that if have you gone have you guys ever gone to russ kendall's smokehouse Yes, of course. Yes. I I know. And I feel like 
there's a whole generation that doesn't understand that they need to get there. You Where know is I mean? this? Like, is this in Duluth or something? It's on Old Highway 61. Uh, so like yeah, after Tom's 61. cabin, okay. logging cabin. Yeah. It's along oh the God, old it's side. It's a great place. Yeah. And have you guys ever done the Great Lakes Candy and Knife River? Have you ever been yes. to that place? Yeah. No. I, I, oh, my God. I just... Do, Stephanie, yeah. don't you think people just need to take Old Highway 61 when you once you're off of London Road in Duluth? Through you Duluth, can, past Duluth, you can take like this nice, like sort of freeway bypass right. the two harbors, or it's you can take the Old Highway 61, and that is just little place after little place, and it's all along the lake. Oh. Yeah, and you're never. I mean, like, yeah, you're going two harbors, you're going Silver Bay, then you head up Tofty and Lutzen. And finally, you get to Grand Ray. Like, that's the trip that I would be doing yeah. if I was leaving this weekend. Yeah. Sure. Oh, that sounds so delicious. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. gosh. And if, you're, if you stop in Lutzen, you've got to go to Lockport Marketplace, and they have the best pies you've ever had. Seriously. Really? Such good pies. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so what what are you obsessed with locally? Is there some place that you, that you just think people should know about? It's newish, or it's got a great... Pe- um, yeah, you know, I don't know. Did we talk? You know, I, have, I just have to give a shout out to the bar at PS Steak. I know it's not new, but like a lot of people, kind of, you know, you get, you get, you kind of move past your your times where you're, you know, something's new, and then maybe you didn't get there. Right. I had a chance to sit at the bar at PS Steak, and they just were so lovely, and it was just like I, you know, it's like I was craving that like someone to pay attention to me and give me, you know, kind of like. Give me a little pampering. And yeah. I got to say, like, you don't have to go into a huge steak dinner. Get a couple appetizers. Get a dirty martini. Go sit at the bar at PS Day. And that's so. the old 510 Groveland, right? Yeah, it's the old LaBelle V. Right, right. And that whole thing. It's so I, I'm dating myself. It's, it's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. Right off, um, you know, 394 and... By yeah. the walker. 94 by the walker. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. Yeah, and I, I kind of feel like we're coming into that season where you get to dress up a little bit more, too. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, summer is just t-shirts and whatever but i feel like fall we finally get to put on some like a little leather jacket with a dress and that to me is like i want to go to ps and i personally love that when you want pampering you go to a bar (laughs) (laughs) other people go to a spa but i want to just be pampered i'm going to a bar with some food right 100 percent, man 100 percent. and in that main i'm also going to say if you've not been up to uh, Brother Justice Distillery, which is in Columbia, kind of Columbia area, but across from the Columbia Golf Course. Okay. It's technically northern, North Minneapolis, but it's kind of in that border. Mm-hmm. I got to tell you, that space, it's on the cover of our magazine this month, and oh, it yeah. is literally one of the best looking spaces, and you cannot look bad there. Like, the lighting is perfection. And oh. besides that, they have amazing whiskey drinks. So. And you're, I love this. And what's yeah. it called? Like, it's called, it's Brother, called Justice Brother Justice Distillery. Distillery. That's a great name. And so, oh God, yeah. And it's like the whiskey is seriously to a place where you know it's kind of got one of those vibes that is uh, like it's it's a little elegant, but it's also still very natural and very cool. And the the whiskey itself is just delicious. It's taken years, you know. He started it years ago, but now it's finally at the point where the whiskey is really good. So oh. that's a, and they've got great cocktails. So if you're not a whiskey drinker, they've got a different, you know, way of making the drinks that that feel like you have many options. That sounds good. You know what I went to a couple weekends ago was the Omni, the Vikings Omni, to the restaurant, oh, and yeah, then the yeah. and then the bar yeah, on the second floor. Oh, that's yeah, so and good. It's got a whole thing going on down there with the wood fired pizzas and all this stuff. It's really good. It's it's pretty to sit out on the balcony with the fireplaces. 
here's here's another secret tip. You know, the bar underneath Suki and Mimi in Uptown is open. And so they just launched this basement bar in Uptown, which is kind of like there is a secret entrance behind Suki and Mimi. And so it's really cool. It's only maybe like 45 seats, maybe. Okay. But it is it is literally, again, it's like that dark, good orange lighting that makes everybody look hot. I love so this. Hot and young. <laughs> I, know. I, I do yeah. like those little basement bars. Was it the Marvel bar that used to be the downstairs? Oh, yes. Yeah. God, we miss the Marvel mm-hmm. bar, don't we? Right. It's a little bit, it's a lot like that. Okay. It's kind of like secrety, mm-hmm. and it's got like this kind of a vintage vibe to it, and they're playing reel-to-reel and records, which oh. is spectacular. Oh, mm-hmm. I love this. This I sounds know. so it's fun. Really good. Okay, you give you all the bars. You're making us hungry. Yeah. What's coming up on your show tomorrow? Um, well, Elizabeth Reese is hosting with me because Hanson is in Walt Disneyland, but World, uh, so she's, she's in World, World, wherever it is. Yeah, she's gonna call in and just give us a quick, uh, you know, report on the food down there. Yeah, but otherwise, Elizabeth and I have some, and Elizabeth has been to Willamette Valley, and so we're gonna talk a little bit about what it what it looks like to book a wine tasting tour in another state. Yes. Um, and then we're just going to talk about, um, you know, kind of like getting into harvest season. So not so much the pumpkin spice latte, but just pumpkin dishes. Oh, yum. And you guys are so fun. Yeah. And that is from if people want always, I think everybody knows. I think it's appointment yeah, listening. Mm-hmm. The weekly dish. Yes, it's so good. Well, Steph, honey, thank you. And thanks for hosting for us last week. Yeah, anytime, you guys. That was a lot. I was kind of fun. We had a lot of good chats. Good, good. We're grateful for you. And again, go to MSP Magazine. There's so many great things about things to do around the Twin Cities this weekend as well. And good luck yeah. with the big okay. smoke out. Thanks, guys. Okay. Ciao, ciao. All right. Take thank care. you. All right. Listen, we come back. Uh, yes, the show that is uh, going to become Netflix's most stream series ever. Move over, Bridgerton. Squid Game. We're talking about that next. Oh, Lizzo, that is a good song that you've done with Cardi B. Rumors. That's a cleaned up version. Oh, yeah, (laughs) very much so. Okay, so um, I haven't watched Squid Game yet. It's on the list. You watched two two? episodes. Grant, one. one. And um, Juju Chang at ABC for GMA this morning is trying to make sense of it because this show, I told you yesterday, it had like 14 billion TikToks. And that it is going to, and we talked a little bit about it, how it's sort of like Saw meets Hunger Games, and it's... Right, but this, it's more... But it's like this, it's this deadly survival challenge game, you know, or something. But it, why, so don't we listen, why don't we listen okay, to this, listen. and then I will tell you. Okay. Squid Game, the latest streaming sensation captivating audiences on Netflix. The Korean drama series, with its dazzling vivid visuals, accompanied by moments of stunning violence, is not morning TV friendly, to say the least. I would describe Squid Game as a little Hunger Games-esque, but even more violent. Squid Game is about a group of down-on-their-luck contestants forced to compete in life-or-death versions of classic children's games, like Red Light, Green Light with the promise of millions of dollars at stake for the winner. Just two weeks after debuting, the show is on track to surpass Bridgerton, which was viewed by 82 million people, Netflix's most-watched series of all time. I am yours, Daphne. I have always been yours. Yo, wait, I'll be right back. Let me just get another cookie. 
It's inspiring a TikTok trend. People attempting to complete the show's challenges, and it's even being imitated in online gaming platforms like Roblox. The show's star, Lee Jung Jae, an already familiar name in the K drama industry. But what's behind the show's massive popularity? Korean TV shows and movies, along with other cultural exports like K beauty and K pop, have been gaining widespread appeal in the U.S. When you saw the success of Parasite and, and, and how it won the Oscar and, and how people really uh, you know, tuned in to the story of economic inequalities and, and the way that story was told through uh, horror elements, it is a unique way to tell those stories and I think there's an appetite for it. The themes and brutal subject matter of Squid Game resonating with viewers who may be looking for an escape from a world that sometimes feels out of control. We watch things that make us okay. So I, I'm thinking, um, what I'm thinking, because you say it's Saw meets Hunger Games. I don't, just the violence, right. the violence of okay. it, and the competition part of it it's is just the Hunger Games. Violent. It's gruesomely yeah, right. yeah. violent. And Saw is gruesomely violent, that's all. But the thing about this is that, and I hate that, you know that, mm-hmm. and I hate scary things. The stories, the individual acting is unbelievable. And you care about these characters and their stories. And again, it's everybody who's down and out. Mm-hmm. But I just think the way they combined it, you, you're emotionally tied into it and caring about these people. Oh, yeah. This is why horrible people. I know you would love the best zombie movie of all time, Trained Busan. Because again, even though that is a very gory show. Mm-hmm. But you get so taken in with the stories. There, I need to still watch that. Yeah, I, you do. I do. You um, should, yeah. Grant, yeah. have you watched it? Yes, and it's she, exactly like she described it. Very gory, very out of this world like thought, but you can't stop but not root for the... You're not rooting for the zombies not, not or anything, the but zombies, it's but so the people, good. The people involved in outside well, of the granted, zombies. Did you like it? Do you think it's compelling? Squid like games? You can't wait to continue Squid watching. Game? This mm-hmm. one? Oh, yeah. I yeah. can't wait. And I, too, myself, found it on TikTok. Uh, a couple days ago, I was just scrolling through TikTok, and that scene with the red light, green light, oh, where they play a kid's place. game, mm-hmm. that came up, and I'm like, what sick and disturbing show, show is, is this? this? And then I Googled it, and it had just come out two days prior. I'm like, right. and now it's just sweeping the world. It's yeah. crazy. It's- and in, in even though it's gory and all that, it's there's a human element to it. Cause, and well, I'm obsessed. Yeah. I wished I didn't have to come to work today because I was in it. Yeah, you were in it. And I had to quit. Like I, the second episode, I was I had like 20 minutes left because they're all hour episodes. There's nine. Yeah. And I'm like, shoot, I have to like. Oh, I know. Casey I have and to, I will like, like I have to do show. work. <laughs> I mean, but right. I was just. So you guys, I think it's. It's good, but again, you don't want to watch it with your kids or anybody. No. I love how you you literally did what they said not to do. They're like, it's not your morning show no, type I, show, I, I, no, and you're watching it before you come yeah. to work. I did. I wanted. I was obsessed. I just wanted to peek because it's it's the zeitgeist yeah. right now, yeah. and I didn't do Joe Wild or whatever that stupid one was all those years ago. Joe Exotic. Joe Exotic. I missed out on all that. <laughs> just last winter. I know, but you're like, Julia, you're missing it. And I'm like, I just couldn't. Yeah. But this well, one's a documentary, and yeah. that's different. This. This is a you know this, this is, is a draw. It's like we got sucked into clickbait or money yes, ice. It's very. Uh, I guess the the. I don't We're know talking you, about Squid Games. If you've gotten to the brittle candy, if you've gotten to that, no. Nope. Uh-uh, uh-uh. So it, there's this childhood. It's like a brittle candy, and it's a round thing. And okay. anyway, the candy maker is like you know, just. They can't it, keep the candy in stock. Now they can't. People have right. kind of forgotten about it. And Squid right. Game is making uh, Koreans remember right. it. 
also, I mean, it's nice to know that all around the world, red light, green light is a childhood game. Uh, exactly. And um, also, um, the people who do speak Korean, though, are very, they're very upset about the uh, bad English to Korean translations. It is bad. Yeah. It yeah, is bad, but you just, just look past it. Yeah, exactly. They just said, you know, you're really kind of watching a different show. Those of us who can understand Korean, it's very shoddy. So that's like just... A little thing, but I mean, of course, you're going to get stuff like that when you have that many people that have watched the same show. Yes, I'm going to watch it this weekend. You're going to love it, Lori. I, I had a date with Billy McBride and Goliath. It was only we watched four episodes last night, Julia. We couldn't stop watching it. Goliath, also created by David E. Kelly, yes, who did who, Nine Perfect Strangers, and Big Sky. I, I watched the new Big Sky last night. Wasn't too. that good? Oh my gosh! Oh, that was. Good. I really. Who's got time for life when I there's know. all this stuff on TV? But but it's and, getting dark earlier, so I can't. Yeah, I can't but stay out as I really recommend Goliath because it had a big. Uh, time period like a lot of shows yes did and it kind of lost it audience i think it, it did but this is its fourth season yep. and it is just visually dazzling it's like a, a kind of a whole homage to hitchcock it's filmed in chinatown and in san francisco and there's amazing music it was just it was just really 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 good i think you would like this show too um, Grant Goliath. Gla- yeah, I, after you've been talking about yeah. the last couple of days, I'm definitely. It's yeah. on my and list. And you would also won the, the, the one with Titus, Bosch. Oh, Bosch. Yeah. I have watched Bosch. Oh, yeah. I, I just haven't watched this. Yeah. Final season, yeah, if you want right, to call it that. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I am a sucker for a legal drama. Well, <laughs> and kind of, and Billy Billy Bob Thornton is incredible in it, and the cast of characters, yeah. and the music, the soundtrack. It's just, it was a very satisfying. Ending and then the big news on Grey's Anatomy last night oh. is one of Meredith Grey's. You ever notice that all of her guys die? Well, they or end up in accidents. They all leave. Mm-hmm. I that, feel like that's story of my life. Well, I okay, but <laughs> they're yeah. not dead, but they they're gone. <laughs> yeah, they're gone. He brought back a character from four years ago, played by Scott Speedman, Love who him. does kind of look like Patrick Dempsey. Oh, and we met him originally on Felicity, and Scott Speedman is beautiful, and you guys know him from Animal Kingdom. Oh, he was on yeah. Oh, Animal he's, Kingdom. Mm-hmm. He's beautiful. Well, apparently, okay, so he's back on, and then Colleen they, watches this show. Yeah, big no, time. she does. The show started off with a card that read something like that. It was very depressing. We're sorry it's still going on, but we're going to pretend it's the future and our show isn't going to address COVID because last year they had masks on and everything. And Roger Friedman uh, said, it's like that scene in Pearl Harbor when Kate Beckinsale runs into Ben Affleck in the end of the movie and she says, and then the war happened and it ruined everything. (laughs) (laughs) Well, anyway... People but, liked it, though. Oh, yeah. People, People liked, liked it. it. Mm-hmm. All right. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back.